long ago, several Maori men went to their favorite fishing spot and cast their lines. When none got a bite, they checked their lines. Their bait was gone. They added more and recast their lines, but their hooks came back empty. They returned home and told their chief the unusual story of why they didn't have food for their village. He agreed it was strange and would join them tomorrow. He was the great Maori navigator, Kupe. And this is Legends from the Pacific. Aloha, and thank you for joining us. This is Legends from the Pacific, episode 133, Civilization's Maori Leader, Kupe. Having civilization in our title refers to the video game series, Civilization. I'll get into this later. I am Kamuela Kaneshiro, a native Hawaiian professional writer, speaker, and Comic-Con panelist with extensive film and television experience. I study mythology, I've encountered unusual things, and I'm a geek. In the beginning... There was the Pacific Ocean. A canoe broke the horizon, piloted by Pele, a beautiful Polynesian maiden who dominated the waves until she felt safe to stop. The audiobook of Our Legends from the Pacific, book one, is now available, narrated by multi-award-winning voice actress Emily Wu Zeller. Emily has worked on anime, the video game Cyberpunk 2077, and over 500 audiobooks, including Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back from a Certain Point of View. Just click the book link in our show notes to purchase our Legends from the Pacific audiobook and enjoy Emily telling our stories today. Later in this episode, your featured song and Hawaiian word, but first, let me share with you the great Maori Navigator. As usual, I apologize for any mispronounced names or words and appreciate your understanding. The sea was calm as Kupe and his men cast their hooks. Soon, they pulled them up, and their bait was gone. Kupe ordered they sail to another spot. While the location was different, the result continued. Kupe returned home and consulted their elder. The elder's eyes narrowed. A giant octopus took your bait. Its master is the great priest, or Tohunga, named Muturangi. Kupe thanked the elder and went to Muturangi. The priest welcomed him and asked what brought him here. Your octopus, Kupe said. It takes the bait from our hooks. Please stop it so we may fish. The priest chuckled. I'll do nothing of the sort. Kupe's jaw dropped. Why? How could I limit where my pet dwells? It belongs there. You are merely visitors. Kupe bowed. Oh, great Muturangi, we've tried respecting your pet but it follows our canoe. Please help us. The priest smiled. No. Now leave if that is all you wish to see me for. Kupe stood. Very well, priest. I wished for a peaceful resolution, but you leave me no choice. Don't hold me responsible for anything that happens to your pet. The priest laughed. Very well, Kupe. Whatever you say. Kupe took his top men to a canoe cast their hooks baited with sticks and rocks, then studied the sea. Kupe drank from a water gourd. 
Something appeared beside their hooks. It took their disguised bait, then disappeared into the abyss. There was a blur, then several tentacles erupted from the ocean and lurched for the men. But they were prepared and attacked. The tentacles flared back and submerged. A massive underwater shadow shot out to sea. Follow it, Coupe yelled. His men caught the trade winds, launching their canoe. They didn't know if the sail would rip before the lines snapped, but they continued forcing more speed. Through the white-capped waves and saltwater spray, they focused on the shadow, ignoring their canoe's creaking warnings. A cloud loomed on the horizon. The canoe screamed its protest as Coupe ordered his men to adjust their course to keep up with the beast. After a few corrections, he demanded why his crew needed his orders. Coupe looked where they faced. The cloud on the horizon was larger, which meant land. Coupe assured his men they'd explore this new island after killing the octopus. His men apologized and refocused on the beast. The shadow dove, the crew released the winds, and the canoe drifted. The men studied the ocean. Water slopped against their hull. Tentacles emerged. The men swung their weapons back. The canoe rocked. The men abandoned their attack to keep their footing, then held on as their canoe was lifted. Among the miles of tentacles, a rock surfaced. It was the octopus, with moon-sized eyes black as night. The wrapped canoe wailed beneath the men. Coupe gritted his teeth. The water gourd was nearby. He grabbed it and whipped it at the beast. The gourd splashed several feet from the canoe. A couple of tentacles released the canoe and darted for the gourd. The vessel lowered. One of Coupe's men threw another gourd near the first. Another tentacle left the canoe for the splash. The canoe floated on the ocean as more men threw things, creating splashes away from them. The octopus attacked the water. The canoe drifted closer to the beast. Coupe armed himself, leapt for the octopus, and slammed his weapon against its head. The octopus crumpled and sank into the abyss. Coupe's men congratulated him and looked upon the island of New Zealand, or Aotearoa. A big mahalo nui loa to our Patreon members, Christopher, Meg, Jessica Bullock, Edward Pueohenki, Felisa H., The Makuli Guy, and of course, Ren Shepard. Your support keeps our show going. If you'd like to support our show, please click the link in our show notes and become a Legends from the Pacific Patreon member to enjoy an exclusive monthly Hawaiian story and other nifty benefits. Your rewards are waiting, so become a Legends from the Pacific Patreon member today. Okay, simple story, right? Well, that's the general mythological story, but there's various accounts of how Kupe discovered Aotearoa. You see, some claimed his wife named it, which is all well and fine, but how did she get on the canoe? Well, one version says the octopus killed one of Kupe's children, causing the family to join the hunt. They discovered New Zealand, then sailed along the coastline until Kupe found and killed the beast. This not only gets Kupe's wife on board, but explains why many New Zealand landmarks are named after Kupe, or have stories involving him or his family, like a couple places named after his daughters who cut themselves when he left on a voyage, which explains why areas have a reddish tinge. Others claim Kupe discovered New Zealand with his crew, then returned for his family and shared what stars to follow along with the time of year to travel. 
This last part was crucial, since as you know, stars vary depending on the time of year. Today, as our title and opening stated, most of the world learned of Coupe from the video game Civilization VI. As for the specific facts of Coupe discovering New Zealand, well, this may be one of the times where a man crosses over into myth because of his deeds. As the quote from The Man Who Shot Liberty Valance goes, when the legend becomes fact, print the legend. Personally, I enjoy the octopus story, but I also feel it has a Moby Dick vibe that credits Coupe as a great hunter instead of being a skilled navigator. Did I just mention Moby Dick? Yes, but that's a story for another time. Regardless of the specifics, Coupe is credited with discovering New Zealand at least 300 years before Western sailors, and he is one of our great ancestors who navigated using the stars. If you like what you heard, please give us a rating and write a review. Our future listeners and I would really appreciate it. Our theme song is Mystery by Tavana, courtesy of High Sessions. Sound effects are by Sound Effects Factory. Our music coordinator is Matt Duffy, a.k.a. DJ Triple Bypass. Links and show notes can be found on our website, legendsfromthepacific.com, including a link to your featured song, which is Himanao Aloha by Robert Casimero, courtesy of High Sessions. Legends from the Pacific was written, produced, and edited by me, Kamuela Kaneshiro. I also wrote our original stories. Your featured Hawaiian word is Ho'okele. Ho'okele means navigator. An example of Ho'okele is a popular Disney's 80s film was Flight of the Ho'okele. Once again, Ho'okele is Hawaiian for navigator. Thank you once again for listening. Mahalo and a hui ho!